Welcome to another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. This is episode 89. And in this episode, Pat chats with Bob McDivitt. Bob is the programmer for the iRight Festival, which I'm sure you know is Glasgow's own book festival. So Pat chats to him and gets the lowdown on this year's festival, which is, of course, given COVID and the lockdown, is really an online festival. So they chat about the festival and they chat about other things, including the fact that Bob's a keen photographer. He's the author of the unusually titled book, 101 Men in Kilts, and he's also the programmer for Bloody Scotland, which is another book festival. Uh, if my memory serves me right, it's the one, uh, what is it they call these genre books, where it's detectives. Detective, it's not detective novels, but it's crime novels. So it's the festival for authors of crime novels. OK, I'll uh, shut up and we'll go and have a wee listen to Pat chatting with Bob McDibbett. You'll enjoy it, by the way, it's a cracker. Again, sorry. okay. No, don't you apologize? That I mean, that's please. Um, I'm sorry. No, so I'm going to start at the beginning, Bob. Right, okay. great to see you, and um, it's a long time since I've seen you. All, t- all different this year, so um, you've been busy programming the festival. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is all different this year, Pat, but actually, a lot of things are the same. So, you know, we've, we've tried with the festival to make it feel like I write so even though we're not all together uh, in the Mitchell and we don't have a green room and we don't have the cafe and all that uh, I still wanted it to feel like I write so I, I hope that the program that we've ended up with um, has all the, the elements that you would maybe expect from, from an online write so we've got our, our big names and our prize winners and our, our people you know off the telly I think there's quite a lot of interesting non-fiction panels uh, this year a lot of good fiction um, pairings, quite interesting. Uh, one of the sort of silver linings of being online, of course, is that you can welcome uh, a lot more international authors. So we've got a lot of novelists, you know, zooming in from Los Angeles and Texas and New York and Sydney and Oslo. And so that that's, I think, made the fiction panels perhaps mm-hmm. a bit more yeah. interesting. And well, then, that... of course, we've got lots of debut writers, as usual. Yeah, I, lo- I love the debut um, writers I always love those events and yeah. um, I'm definitely um, going to watch the, the Scottish one those sessions are a wee bit different this year we've tried to do them as kind of showcases so um, well for a couple of reasons one it's let me get more writers in so those sessions are six or seven mm-hmm. debuts whereas in a panel they would normally be two or three mm-hmm. uh, debuts yeah. so I saw that but um, I think that with the debut writers, that's maybe what people want to get a flavour and to hear yeah, a, a bit about the book. You know, yeah. that, that's what, you're, so right, that's uh, what you're right about the Scottish session. I was really impressed by that. So there's memoir, there's short stories, there's um, crime, there's contemporary fiction, there's historical fiction. So there's a real range of of different writing in that session as well. Um, and there's a real range of publishers as well. There's um, self-published and ind- small independents. And there's a, a book published by Unbound, you know, which is the sort of crowdfunding uh, platform mm-hmm. publisher, that sort of thing. So there's quite a lot of different um, 
I was hoping it was quite inspirational for Scottish writers who are maybe trying to get their book. Absolutely. You know, it says there's lots of different ways to do it these days. So. Mm -hmm. No, I think that the because we've been in the lockdown for so long and there seems to have been a lot more... On, I've been watching a lot more television than I ever watched in my whole life. But, and maybe it's just, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me there are a lot more book-related programmes on now. And, like, you know, Damien Barr and Damien Sarah Cox. Yeah. His, his programme, that was fabulous. And so there's been a lot about books. So people are kind of, I think, tuned, tuned in now yeah. to what, watching online. I think book sales have been very strong as well, and I think I think because of you know people having more time on their hands than they have read more. I've certainly read more this year. You know, I mean, I normally read a reasonable amount with the with the two festivals, um, but you know, I, equally, I've not usually got as much time as I'd like. So um, this year's been great. I've, I've read I've read more uh, books uh, of authors who are coming to the festival I think than ever before. And again, I've, I've read a real range of things. So what, what's happened with the festival, this is because people have been sending me books. I've picked up, you know, memoirs and I've picked up different nonfiction books. I've read mm -hmm. novels, you know, historical novels, things that maybe I wouldn't have uh, yeah. particularly chosen mm -hmm. to read in the past. So it's been, mm -hmm. it's been, it's been an interesting mm -hmm. experience. I'd still rather that we were starting on Friday, you know, in the Mitchell. But, <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. I, 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 want, I just... I just, it's, it's, it's favourite time of my, my year, usually. Well, it's usually a wee bit earlier, isn't it? But um, okay. I I always love going down to the Mitchell because, well, you love the events, but you also, um, you see people, you know, you, you run yeah. into people and it's and it's, it's yeah. a big, I big Glasgow event. Think, yeah, I think for the writers, that's the real miss because... What, what writers enjoy about going to book festivals is the green room, getting to hang out with other writers, catch up, mm -hmm. catch up on the gossip, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, for new writers, it's really nice to sit in the green mm -hmm. room and see, you know, maybe Maggie O'Farrell mm -hmm. or, you know, somebody, oh. Andrew Barr sitting across mm -hmm. the, in the corner, yeah. you know. So I, I, didn't, really I, didn't, I didn't get to go into the green room because when you put the 10 writers event on, I was sick. You were sick, so, that's right. I so, so, so I was so disappointed. But Jim was um, in the green room. He had a. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me about it. But actually, um, Jim Ferguson and Ruby McCann, they were very kind to. They kindly invited me along to their event to let me do a, a reading there. But um, I wasn't. I, I was a, a peripheral guest. So maybe my green room days are ahead of me. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but um, no. Let's hope so. Uh, but um, we did have, you know, we did have one live. So um, there's one session in the program. It was pre-recorded, but it was uh, I chaired it myself, and we had three Glasgow writers. We did it at the concert hall, socially distanced. It was so nice to have a, an actual physical face-to-face. Yeah. -face so that 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 one yeah. will go out um, during the festival. It was uh, Alan Gillespie, um, Alison Irvin, and Sharon Bearden. So the three of them, and it was really nice because we we all we, we all just switched off for the hour. And at the end, Alison said to me, "She said, well, that was great. So we didn't talk about <laughs> didn't talk about COVID or lockdown. Yeah, or anything. We just no, we just talked about no. our books and mm -hmm. 
was really nice. So, yeah, that must be fabulous. It was really nice. I slightly wish we'd done more, but it, just with the travel restrictions, it was quite difficult to get mm -hmm. people. It had mm -hmm. to be people based here, so, you know. Mm -hmm. One of the things I noticed that will quite suit me is that some of the events you can watch, you don't need to go into them at the actual time. Yeah. So that that is really that suits me a lot because sometimes there are things you want to see and for whatever reason it's just not possible. So I like yeah. that those that's a sort of more more windows of opportunity opportunity there. So I'm hoping to see more events than I would normally be going along to. Yeah. No, um, and, I, and actually, so will I because if you think about the way I write normally runs, we've normally got four at least four, sometimes five venues, if you include the concert hall, uh, all running at the same time. So I can never see everything because I can't be in all five places at the one time. So what the best I can do is a quick run around and try and see 10 minutes of, of everything. But actually this year, because I'm going to be sat here uh, for most of it, I'm, I'm going to see the whole festival this year. So that will be the that will be a first for me. Yeah. Although that's really good, and then it, that that'll be that'll be fantastic for you actually, because it will let you kind of look at the whole balance and how it's all uh, yeah, sort of fitting yeah. together. One of the things that I think is fantastic, um, Bob, is that you've got quite a lot of kind of um, well, you've got some, um, but like biodiversity and climate change events, yeah, yeah. and that's going to link in great with the COP twenty six coming up. Yeah, so that, that was that was absolutely one of our goals in the program in this year. So we knew, uh, obviously, COP twenty six was moved from last November to this November. So we knew that this festival would happen in advance uh, of COP. So it was one of the areas that I asked publishers to, to particularly pitch me books uh, on, uh, not specifically on climate change, but. I quite like the idea of um, authors responding to it in different ways. So there's things like there's um, Diane Cook's novel. So there's there's some fiction. There's some very practical, you know, how to make your house more uh, environmentally friendly and green parenting and these kind of quite practical books. And then there's things like the history of wind power in Scotland. And so we're trying to look at a sort of broad range of uh, of climate change or. Uh, ecologically themed books you know so. no i think that i thought that that was really great I, yeah. one person that i really really love is um mel Gidra, and, yeah. she, and, and she's written a book now i mean I, i'd be quite interested i mean just to see anything i think she performs in she's got she, she engages so well with people yeah. she's got that brilliant personality so um I imagine the book will be pretty good, but whether it was good or not, that event will be great. Yeah, so I, I actually haven't read that book, but that, that is one of the pre-records, so I've already seen that one. So that one has, has been recorded. She's just exactly what you'd expect, really charming uh, and yeah. funny, and it's a, it's a really lovely conversation that uh -huh. one had. Um, my experience this year has, has been I've been sat here as a wee audience of one for some of these sessions because the people are just chatting away on the screen and I'm just sitting... <laughs> watching and a couple of times a couple of times i've just been completely engaged and completely mm -hmm. enchanted by the by mm -hmm. the conversation and it finishes and you kind of go oh well that's a finish <laughs> so, uh, so that, that, that was one i really i, I really enjoyed my well, talk um, in I fact can... I, 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 I would read the book uh, uh -huh. on the back of it yeah no I'm, I'm going to read the book i'm very very interested i was i i mean i i some celebrities that you take to very much you you want to read their book to see how they're 
um, you know, what their ability is like. I mean, I, I read um, Graham Norton and when he yeah. was on, because he's he's like Harry, so warm and... Yeah. So, you know, so it's very, very much enjoyed, very much enjoyed his book. So I think I think mm-hmm. it's probably you're right. It's probably in that sort of. Camp. I mean, I think she's a writer. You know, she's a comedy writer anyway. Mm-hmm. So she's absolutely she's one of the writers. So rather than a celebrity who decides to write a book, she's actually been writing. She's all been writing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for kinds of writing, perhaps, but you mm-hmm. know, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to that, and. Um, then I'll have, I'm going to have a look at the, the We Write because I've got so many we great nieces and um, right. we young ones in our family that and some of them are writing. So oh, very, 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 right. absolutely wonderful. In fact, the last wee one I got, I'll send you, it's very short, but it's sensational, from Shan and then Freya. The to be right. sisters, great wee writers. I, I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't work on wee writers. I don't know so much about that. But I'm in the same office as uh-huh. Fiona, uh-huh. so um, I've, I've picked up a wee bit. But it sounds great. So mm-hmm. the the family day, in fact, we're just about to announce all the details of the family day. Uh, yeah, I always send send that to them. You know, uh, she's she's got some great names in that, and then the the big schools program. Uh, obviously, the schools um, this year have been very different in the way that they've been teaching so actually this online uh, I write for schools is going to work very well because they're all completely everyone's laptoped up and they know what they're doing I know. So, uh, the schools program I think you know it's one of these things to be honest in a way it's going to be a lot easier because we're not having to bus hundreds of kids into the Mitchell you know with all the, <laughs> the organisational um, requirements mm-hmm. that that takes mm-hmm. you know so in a, in a way doing I write uh, for schools yeah. online you know, that might be the way to do it in the future. You know, who knows? I think a lot of things are going to change um, mm-hmm. out of lo- or because of lockdown and not change back to the way they were before. And mm-hmm. that sort of thing might mm-hmm. be one. Mm-hmm. We can take that content to a lot more children with a lot less hassle. So, you know, it could mm-hmm. be that that's the way. Mm-hmm. But as I say, that's not my job, so I shouldn't be. No. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> Bob um, off the topic a wee bit, have you been um, doing much of your photography? I've, I've hardly done any photography at all. I've managed to do a wee bit of theatre, so we, we, we did some online, uh, you know, I do sort of amateur theatre, yeah, so we, uh-huh. did a, we did an online production of chess. Oh, right. So we filmed it all like this, filmed it all at home, uh-huh. learned all the harmony parts and then did it to a backing track with other people. Um, mm-hmm. I've done a few photography jobs, if I could do them outside, so I uh, did a couple of mm-hmm. author headshots um, mm-hmm. just down by the river or, you know, if I could do them locally, and I did a job for a financial advisor for his website. Again, it was all photographs outside of Glasgow landmarks, mm-hmm. and then a few mm-hmm. uh, of the staff. But mm-hmm. no, I've not. Uh, I've not. I've actually not been out with my camera. I'm not. I'm really a portrait photographer, so I really uh-huh. like doing mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So I'm, I, I took it out a couple of times with the empty streets and all that, but it wasn't. It's not my no, kind of photo. No. But what no, about? Um, you're not planning anything along the line of um, another men in kilts or anything like that? <laughs> no, well, funnily enough, I was talking, you know, because Sam Hewen's doing the festival, he's doing uh-huh. an event with Graham McTavish, the two actors from Outlander, mm-hmm. and they've got a series on TV just now called Men in Kilts. I know, so, that's uh, a lot. <laughs> the book's sitting here, look, I, had it, I had it on my desk because I was saying, 
<laughs> I've got to tell you, my my Canadian niece Lauren. I think that was the best present she ever got in her life. Really? She, because of course, you know they love all the Scottish connection, but um, yeah. the men in kilts. And I sometimes use if anyone um, sort of has a you know on Twitter have a wee go at um, Scotland and put up a an odd wee horrible ginger knock need kilty. I put up one of yours. <laughs> so, so Excuse me, we look very nice. You've got it. Well, of course, I, I knew a few of your models. You know, they, you know they, that's, nearly four, that's nearly four years since that came out. Oh, my God. I know. It's no. Still in print. Still in print. Still available. <laughs> so so the, one, the wonderful um, Dominic Venditotzi. Oh, yes, indeed. And, of course, you know Zoe as why. Well. Well, she's chairing. She's she's chairing quite a few sessions at the festival. Right. She's chairing Did. Maggie Farrell. Right, uh, right. She, Good. She's doing um, the Reverend Richard Coles, so that's pre-recorded. We, she's done that one already. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's doing a few acts. I can't, I mm-hmm. can't off the top of my head remember great. the other ones. I remember you. You were the um, you introduced Zoe when her book came out. I was at that event. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a long time ago now. Yeah. No, that's good. Good for Zoe. No, she's she's um, yeah. doing well. So. Um, anything else? I, I mean, I know that there's some things that are just going to be wonderful, you know, the... the, the, so the, the creative writing programme is quite different this year, ah, Pat. So I've got that. Been, I've been working on that, yeah. yeah fabulous. Mm-hmm. That. So the, the, the Monday to Friday sessions are quite similar to the kind of thing we've had in the past. So once again, we're working with Glasgow Caledonia and Glasgow University and Strathclyde University. So they are mm-hmm. delivering... Uh, those sessions on a very wide range of topics, writing for radio, uh, life writing, um, getting started, advising yeah. and editing TV, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we've added some Gaelic sessions this year for the first time. Yeah, that. Creative writing. But then the change really is the Saturday. So on the Saturday, we're doing this full day uh, of masterclasses, and that's four. So there's four lectures, uh, all given by novelists uh, on different topics. They're pre-recorded in the morning to the early afternoon. Then we're having this industry panel, which I'm going to chair. Um, so we're doing a sort of how to get published and what what are the real. Um, that sounds great. Yeah. So we've got a couple of an agent, a couple of editors, uh, and a publicist joining me for that one. And then we're finishing the Saturday with a, a sort of keynote event with Andrew Hagen. So he's going to yeah. talk about mayflies, but rather than. Mm-hmm. I think he felt he talked about that book a lot and he'd been interviewed about the book a lot. So what we've done is we've asked him to think about it more in a creative writing uh, uh, sense. So to talk more about the the nuts and bolts of that book and how he put mm-hmm. it together, especially... I mean, it's quite a good book to talk about in that way, I think, because, you know, it was based on a, a, a friend of his and it's based on his own life and his yeah. own experience. Yeah, and then it's un- unusual with all the, the references, all the music references yeah. from that period. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that that'll close the. It likes to close the whole festival. So that's the last thing on the Saturday, twenty ninth. Well, that that that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I'll go back into that. I've been working on that. I put up a piece about it, and I've got Andrew's photograph and Chris Dolan's photo, and yeah. I try to highlight the the names. You know, Anne Marie de Mambro and all the different yeah. people, David Pettigrew, but. 
I hadn't picked up on the full day that you're talking about, and that yeah. sounds really interesting. And so, that's a one thing. So you, well, you can buy the individual events if you want, but the best value is to buy that whole Saturday as one uh, pass. You buy a, t- a ticket for that. What date um, is that, Bob? Can you remember? 29th of May. So 29th. Okay. I'll I'll definitely be on that myself. That sounds that sounds, and I'll let I'll let a lot of people know about that. Um, yeah. Because I, I know enough, a lot of people that, that would yeah. find that very I think the individual, useful. I think the four individual sessions will be good as well. That's it's people like um, uh, Lucy Caldwell, the Faber novelist, um, Ruth Gilligan, very well respected sort of Irish uh, novelist, Abir Mukherjee. Do you know Abir? Yes, uh huh. Yeah. From Glasgow, mm-hmm. um, writes these brilliant um, uh, historical crime novels set in uh, Calcutta. At the turn of the last century, so sort of Victorian era uh, crime novels. Um, so that they're all bringing, I think, really different ones talking about plot and and um, structure. Ones talking about setting. Ones talking about revising and editing and re- write, rewriting as writing. You know, so I think for for anyone um, anyone who thinks they've got a book in them, or anyone who's you know trying to get a book out, uh, I'm hoping that those sessions will be really useful and then the panel is the next stage really so that's I'm thinking of that as more you've got something down and you know how much work do you have to do to get it ready to send out what are the sort of things that an editor can and can't fix you know I think a lot of mm-hmm. people think oh an editor will just fix that actually there's a lot of things that an editor won't fix mm-hmm. um, so we'll be looking at those kind of questions um, on that session and they're, they're, they're good people we've gotten uh, uh, appearing on that. So it's Francis Bickmore from Canongate, Lisa Highton, who uh, is the publisher at Two Roads, which is a, an imprint of Hodder uh, down in London. Hannah Robinson, who's a um, publicity director for Quercus. So they're, they're all quite, you know, high level uh, mm-hmm. people. Uh, and Louise Lamont, who's a, she's a, she, she works for a, a, an English agency, but she's actually now based in Edinburgh. But, uh, the, the agency she works for is based down south. So um, yeah, there's a nice, nice mixture of Scottish publishing and mm-hmm. Scottish-based people, but then obviously mm-hmm. a lot of people know to get a big deal for your book, you'll probably end up with a London publisher with a bit more money behind it and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So yeah, we'll try and we'll try and take all mm-hmm. those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the chin. Yep. Well, it sounds as if it's very, very well in hand and a great, a great mix. <laughs> um, can you tell me um, the? I've not looked at this yet myself. The, I've, I've focused on the Scottish debut writers, but you've got an event, is it Crime, debut Crime writers? Yeah, so there's, 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 there's a Scottish one, there's a fiction one, and then there's a crime one, so kind of non-Scottish fiction and non-Scottish crime. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, well, did you want some of the names that were? Yeah, I was wondering about the crime ones. Yeah, so the crime is... Uh, I'm having to find this. If you, if you don't... Um, I, no, I, know, I know I've read some of them. So if, there's there's that, good, if there's actually there's something good. you don't know, I will be amazed. <laughs> I just didn't want to get people's names wrong. So no. the ones that I've read that are brilliant, um, I'm reading The Can by Simon Meir at the moment, which is a, a novel set in the Asian community in a Yorkshire town. And it's about a, a, a young woman, the central character is a young woman who's a lawyer, and her father is actually the sort of criminal kingpin in uh, this town. 
for all the world, it reminds me of a kind of Godfather sort of story. It's really <laughs> how, how, it sounds very, how the, very different. Well, how the influence of his his um, you know business uh, dealings have uh, have impacted his family. Uh, so it's that, that that's why it's kind of reminding me of Godfather. A great wee thriller called Shiver. Uh, by Ali Reynolds, and it's uh, set on a snowboarding resort, and it's about a young, a group of friends who uh, meet up for a reunion at this snowboarding resort. Um, but just as they're arriving, a body has been found in the 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 uh, resort, and the novel is an explanation mm -hmm. of who that body is and how it mm -hmm. relates to this uh, mm -hmm. group of people. Um, and we've got D.V. Bishop. Um, so David Bishop, his name is, and his book, City of Vengeance, a really interesting one. So David won the Pitch Perfect competition at Bloody oh, Scotland a couple mm -hmm. of years ago. So he was, you know, in my other festival, we do this um, pitching competition uh, called Pitch Perfect, and David won that two years ago, and that is his book, uh, City of Vengeance, just coming out, and it's a brilliant historical novel uh, set in 16th century Florence. Uh, really, really... Uh, pungent was the word I used to describe it. Really, sort of <laughs> the, the the descriptions of the setting and the um, the characters are really, really, uh, really excellent. So, yeah, no, some some nice crime. These, uh, that sounds great. What I'm about to read, which is sitting on my desk here, is the end of Men. Have you heard of this? The nope. uh, Christina Sweeney Baird. Uh, she uh, again another lawyer and again grew up in Glasgow. So. Um, uh, the book's actually set in Glasgow in 2025, and it is about a pandemic, but before you sort of roll your eyes, it's about a pandemic that only kills men. Oh, right, of course. And she says, you know, it was written long before uh, the coronavirus, so she's one of these unlucky authors, or, or well, maybe lucky, who knows if it's... Um, mm -hmm. But the book was written and delivered before uh, coronavirus hit, and it's had to come out during the pandemic. Yeah, so I think it sounds, it sounds, it's a really good looking proof, first of all. Yeah, it looks um, good. It's, very good. it's going to stand out in the bookshelves. Yeah, it sounds great, you know, so yeah, that's good. Next on my pile, next on my pile there. So is there anything else you want to flag up that we've not spoken about? I don't think there's anything we're, we're talking about. I mean, it's really, it's really funny because sometimes we talk about events that are maybe a wee bit quieter than Mm -hmm. But we can't tell this year because of the pass. That's right. That's pass. right. So, the pass is a great idea. I mean, it's really good value. You know, mm -hmm. I, I worked it out that it's mm -hmm. seventy-seven pence per event. That's bad. Tell me where you get. So, tell me so where what, you get better. My God. You get better value than that. Nowhere. So is it like um, are there about sixty-five events? Is that right? Sixty-five. Yeah. So it's fifty mm -hmm. pounds for sixty-five events and about one hundred and forty authors. That's bad. So it's really quite a lot of authors. For it's a lot. No, that's great. Well, they, they've been very successful. So, you know, I mean, we were a bit worried because a lot of book festivals have gone on free. free you know, a lot, a lot of the content has mm -hmm. not been um, uh, ticketed and they've relied on a sort of pay-as-you-go or a donation sort of model. But we thought we'd mm -hmm. we'd try this pass and actually it's worked, it's worked rather well. And then that's there are, great. you can, if you don't want, we, you obviously don't have to buy a £50 pass if you just want to see Maggie O'Farrell or you just want to see Douglas Stewart. So you can buy... Individual tickets for a fiver, and there, that's yeah. you know, that's fabulous. That's that's a it would normally be. Um, no, no, that is, is, I'm sure it will do really, really well. What about the the, the Dundee Festival, Bob? When is that on? 
Uh, I think that's stopped now. I don't. I don't think we do the Dundee legislation. So what is the other one you're doing? Uh, Bloody Scotland. But, oh right! Oh my God! Hi. Yeah. Oh, Bloody Scotland will be in September. Um, that's at a really interesting stage at the moment because obviously the way the opening up's going, it looks like we will be able to have some physical events uh, in Stirling mm-hmm. in September. So mm-hmm. we are just right on the, we're just right about to decide sort of what mm-hmm. to do uh, with that. But that'll be that'll be September seventeenth and nineteenth of September. Well, hopefully by then that everybody will be able to. Well, we really are. Hopeful. We, we really are. But I suppose part the one thing we've all learned this year is not to take anything for granted. That's so no, for sure. nobody relies really on anything. So absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Have you had your? Have you had one vaccine? I'm one, one down. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm two. I'm two down. Two down yeah, so you're, you're invincible. I think I'm almost into the sec. I'm onto the, my second week of immunity, so my family better watch out. I'll be, I'll be right. wanting to hug them all. The children will all be terrified. <laughs> so I've, I've had yeah. I had one about it was Good Friday. I had it. So what's that? But six weeks ago or something. So yeah. Okay. So. Well, it's been good progress anyway. You know, it's, it's it certainly seems to me. I was just watching the I was just watching the first minister's. Um, uh, briefing there at lunchtime at the news and it, you certainly see there's a wee a wee outbreak on Murray again Murray, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're not they're not going they're not locking down again but they're, they're just not they're unsure about how much mm-hmm. they'll open just to wait and see yeah I think they're uh, keeping um, you know um, I don't think you know it's, it's, sorry sorry no I think we're going on to three but it's still staying at four so four it's kind of sorted a bit Sorry, what were you going you know to say? You know, we've got the First Minister cheering, yeah. What event is that? She's doing uh, Brit Bennett, the right. vanishing half. <laughs> that would be great. We're, we're actually, we're actually ju- I don't know when you're putting this out, we're just about to announce that this afternoon, so don't don't say anything until we do. But I won't, I won't have it out by this afternoon. Um, yeah. But that's that, Sarah Cox was talking about that book the other day on her programme. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you not read it? No, but when they were talking about it, I think I've got it on my, I've got, absolutely, I've got about 40 books on my Kindle to read. Yeah. I think I've got that or as, as a sample. But I, I do um, recommend that we saw, um, it was one of Nicola Sturgeon's books of the year last year, so we, I had put, I'd put a request in long before the election, just kind of saying, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be really nice if she wanted to chair something um, mm-hmm. at the festival. Um, and then I looked on her, Twitter and she had this pile of books that were books the year and right at the top was The Vanishing Half so we'd actually asked about so it was one of these serendipitous things, we'd asked Britt if she could do the festival, she's in New York, mm-hmm. so she was one of the authors who'd said yes, well because obviously I don't have to travel she was happy to do it so I went and that, said to... That is going to be fabulous, that was a really great you've got some great ideas for um, matching people up, I I, do, I think the, the Janie Godley and Douglas Stewart will be amazing. They had an absolute ball. <laughs> they had a rare tear. So, I think people will really enjoy that one. It was, he, he seems a very, very nice person and a very... A lovely man. So I hadn't met him before, so again, it's funny just meeting like this. Uh, but. I've only seen him on, on Twitter and he's so generous and so generous yeah. with other authors and everything. It's lovely to see that. So, Again, yeah. my worry with him was that he'd done a lot of events, he'd done a lot of online events, and he'd spoken to Kirsty Wark, and he'd spoken to Damien Barr, and 
Yeah, I saw he was on with Lulu the other week. <laughs> so he'd done quite a lot. So we were, it was one where we had to try and think, how can we do this a wee bit mm-hmm. differently? Mm-hmm. And I was very keen for it to be, because it's Glasgow, mm-hmm. um, to be a sort of welcome home to the book. So we thought Janie was perfect for that. And, that, mm-hmm. and actually, he, he, Douglas had read Janie's book as well, her memoir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that, that's great. So, uh, no, that would be fantastic. And I'm looking forward to the, uh, I think I mentioned to you before, Monique Rofe. She yeah. is. She came um, to university when I was there to speak. Kai Miller brought her, uh, the other Caribbean writer. And um, she is so, she, she's quite, um, she, she's quite disinhibited. But um, that book, I started that book, the, um, Mermaid of Black Conch. She's a brilliant writer, really, really brilliant. So, no, loads and loads. You've you've made me more excited than I was before, Bob. So I'm really looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) So from the 14th to the 23rd, and people can buy the pass for £50, brilliant That's deal. The main festival, and then the creative writing is the following week, so it's really the 14th to 29th. So, and uh, what day is the creative writing? Is that? So it starts Monday the 24th. 24th. So Monday to Friday mm-hmm. is the, the daytime sessions, and then we've got the full day on the Saturday. You actually get the Andrew Hagen, the, the Andrew Hagen's included in the other pass. That's the only one that is. Okay. Otherwise, the creative writing, you need to buy a separate ticket. So. Okay. That sounds fantastic. Something for everybody, without a doubt, you know. Absolutely. So, great. Well, anyway, nice to see you. Good, good, good luck. Good luck. And um, I'll ho- hope to catch you in the virtual for a coffee in the not yeah. too distant future. Hoping that won't be too long, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot, Bob. Great. Bye. Thanks, Bye. 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 Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Pat. This uh, ends another episode of Jim Pat's Glasgow West End Chat, and I'll catch you the next time. Bye for now. Keep well.